Shout out to P for lending us the space. Oh, we couldn't, couldn't not record, could we? Nah. But you know, you gotta give the people what they wanted, man. They wanted it. Have you seen all these whoa, whoa, whoa challenges, though? I've seen, um, I've seen Double S's one. Cold. He has got the coldest Cold. whoa, whoa, whoa challenge. I've seen um, Cadets one. We have to talk about cadets one in a second. I didn't know the man that was out here still getting well, still. I didn't know when we started getting fake head. I didn't even know we were getting fake head. It's either the real thing or or nothing at all, bruv. Don't give me fake fake head. Once you once you just start like bobbing your head up and down in that direction, like there ain't no ain't no warm up. <laughs> <laughs> like ain't no warm up, bruv. Like what is this? Like, are we 12? Nah, man. I'm not even talk too much because even at 12, I, I may or may have not been out here already. I hear that, boy. You can't be getting fake head. I know it's a good place to start, though, yeah, because October, obviously, Black History Month. And I don't know what's happened. I don't know <coughs> if all the rappers have had some, like, sit-down meeting, mm. some roundtable discussion, decided that it's going to be... It's the, going off. The lit month for music. Krypton Conan, I feel like he's long overdue, long anticipated. Yeah. They're back now. Yeah. Um, We've got gigs dropping, so this, this podcast is being recorded on a Thursday evening. Yeah. Hopefully you're getting this Friday across the weekend whenever you're listening to it. Thank you for always listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're recording on a Thursday evening. Unfortunately, we couldn't get it out to you on a timely fashion on a Thursday. But Giggs' project drops Friday. Midnight. Midnight. So midnight this year. Yeah, in a couple of hours. A couple of hours. Yeah. This project dropped. So uh, got, that my, my we got Crafton Conan this month as well. Yeah, twentieth of October, I believe. Um, who else? Young's Teflon has just dropped. Young's Teflon. We have also got this month. Um, who do I have down it's on my big one as well? We got Rich. How can I forget? Yeah, yeah, we got Rich. Rich's yeah, album. We got a big one. Yeah, yeah. Fr thirty two. Do you know what it stands for? I'm not even sure. Scraps drops as well. Ah, oh, mate. Different it's... cloth. You've even got the original, London's original Rude Boy, Young Spray, drops as well. Wow. I don't know how excited people are for that, but yeah, there's... Yeah, I'm not sure if, if people are excited for that, but there's always going to be a space for that. But if you've ever listened to like, a classic mixtape, really the most, then you understand how important, how pivotal mm. someone like Young Spray is to the underground scene of UK rap, being oh, yeah, from North Star, yeah. and that whole element. Mm. With a C one, so then you've got even a lot of boys from up north. Yeah, they've got they're, they're they're making some noise, so I think a lot of people will be excited about that. That's the, that, that's like the new wave. Mm. They're like the newcomers, and that I can I can imagine them being nominated for best newcomer at the Mobos or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, although they've just dropped one song, but it doesn't seem like they're going away at any time soon. But when you've got songs like No Done that are like shelling down the place mm. millions of streams millions of YouTube hits have you heard the rhythm I'm talking about? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they've got a remix with Chip and Notes at the moment um, it's a big song it's a big song 
At first, I thought they were saying, no done, no done, no. <laughs> but they're saying, no done. It's fucking Birmingham Utes, man. It's sick, though, but you need to spread the sound a bit, though, because sometimes, like, I feel we get saturated with what's going on over here. It's definitely, like, if if we're creating a UK scene, it can't just be London. Yeah, it's got you know to be. I mean? We've got, we got to get over, like, the whole accent barrier, because, like... The same way we don't like Americans, Americans yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. About accents. yeah. We've got to do the same. If That's what I'm saying because, like, all in all, it's music, and um, it's funny. I can't lie to you, man. Like sometimes when I hear certain, no, you still speak, listen. You're still gonna get these jokes. Yeah, you're still gonna get these jokes. But if it's a vibe, it's a vibe, isn't it? Look at Miss. But he Miss works because he's got an accent and because of his voice. Yeah, some rappers just have like for you to be a truly successful rapper, you gotta have the rapper voice. You've he's got, got the be- voice. Although all his songs sound the same. And I feel like all he says is the same. Yeah. He says that word a lot, same. He loves it. Yeah. It works. Mm. You know what I mean? It works. Him and Still Bangles must have a, a very good relationship because they just keep... And then you throw Mo Stack in the mix, whatever. Obviously, he's from London, but you know what I mean? That formula works, man. But um, yeah, it's an exciting time, I believe. Like I think with all these guys dropping within the same month... Mm. Um, I don't even think it's like a, a thing where like they've all kind of sat down and said, oh yeah, I'm going to drop on this time because it's like they're all competing against each other. No matter like how kumbaya-ish like this whole scene is at the moment, like where everyone's like kind of cool with each other, this person's collaborating with that one, Instagram, bro, emojis, like that whole culture. <laughs> all in all, they're competing against each yeah. other. Everyone wants to know who has the best tape at the end of the day. But you people got, I mean? obviously got to remember it's levels, so people are at different stages. So for us, I would say for us, for me, personally speaking, Krypton Conan, when I really listened back properly, The Long Way Home in terms of album wasn't that good. Mm. When I really listened back, it was just that it was such a big moment for us. They done well with the Young Kings mixtape. Yeah. And that won. I mean, and that tried independently. Yeah. And then... I think as with a lot of artists, the struggle you have, you now crossed over or like you've got more visibility. So you've got a new type of fan base and then you want to kind of please everyone mm. or at least factions of the people. So your core fan base who you would have been listening to when you was Gypset, Killer Cones yeah. and when you was Tally, and then you've got the people that liked you after Otis the people that then after hearing um, what's the song that Conan did as a cover um, Look What You Done For Me mm. telling the whole story about his stepfather getting shot oh my story my story mm. um, and he does Didn't the whole um, he does the Drake cover of yeah. Look What You Done For Me mm. so the fans off the back of that right. if you've got different pockets then the people that like your turn up stuff don't waste my all, the, all mm. those elements now factor in too when you come to do an album you've got to kind of please everyone yeah, I think um, they've, they've got to that stage where, like, you can quote-unquote say these are, like, professional recording artists. So yeah, they've gone into, like, they've gone into the studio with a plan and this is what they want to... This is... I think they've got enough creative control within their situation to do what they want to do and what they feel is going to shift their um, their situation or, you know, the scene or whatever. 
So um, I think at the time when they dropped The Long Way Home, they were accused of it like sounding a bit too American, a bit too Drakey. That's those are Wiley's words. Wiley said it was yeah, a Drakey album. So I think a lot of people kind of jumped on that bandwagon as well um, in terms of like, oh yeah, we agree with Wiley and what you're saying because I think we started to hear Conan sing a lot more. Mm. And I can't lie to you, bruv. The Donny is wavy with the hooks. Yeah. He's quite he's quite wavy with no, the that's, hooks. No, that new song, because they've dropped two new tunes. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and For, for me. me. And now For Me, cold. You reckon? I like For Me. It didn't really like, it didn't really grab me. But if it, if it does do well, I understand it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's definitely a song for... So if if they're gonna do a yin and yang thing, yeah, like a, um, you know how Nelly had, or no, um, Ti had uh, Ti versus Tip, yeah. So two different sides. Like if it's if it's gonna be that, then I think for me is perfect. Mm. You know what I mean? The visuals perfect. Got Bria Miles in there with a the big bum. He ain't gonna lose a Bria though. Are you? That's what I'm saying. Good chocolate there. They got the flipping old school Jeep with the with the roof missing. You got Kreps doing the vibes cartel thing. You know, it works. You know, that song is going to be the one where you want to get extra bendy in the club, in the mm. corner, hold the vibes, not mm. chatting to the man them. You found the girl, it's half two don't in the morning. Don't even spud me. Yeah, listen, when you brother, see me, right don't now, even, don't we, even spud we, me. We ain't even communicating. Mm. My man them, we, we we've got an understanding. If, we, if one of us goes missing, as long as I can see your head in the corner somewhere, yeah, you look preoccupied, no problem. We leave Bruv, you to it. Trust me. You got your thumb on that. Request the Uber. <laughs> Just in case. You know what I mean? But like, I think um, with that, de- yeah, them, that we've been waiting for a while on it. I can't lie to you. I follow Crept on um, Snap. So I've been seeing like little things them doing, obviously, um, Critical is affiliated with them. Like he moves with them. It's my guy. So I see a lot of things that they've been doing in the build-up. So I'm thinking, like, when are they going to release all this stuff? Because for the past couple of months, throughout the whole year, they've been shooting videos, isn't it? But they've been keeping quiet about it. I don't know what the whole has been, but I just think that's probably the it's business side of, their, of Yeah, music. it's all part of them. Nah, it's, I think it's all part of their marketing strategy. But bro, I don't think you wait two years because I think if you look at, and we'll get into everything, hopefully across the day, um... The Long Way Home is 2015. Mm. And now, in this musical cycle we're in, you can't wait that long. And when I look at and I see artists jumping on the biggest song and doing the remixes, if you remember, they are part of Abra's success with mm-hmm. Abracadabra. Oh, yeah, 100%. The young kid from, they've, from, they've won from, awards from it. From, from up north. And it helped him mm. become bigger by mm-hmm. jumping on his songs and giving it extra visibility. Mm-hmm. Most acts biggest songs, they, did, they jumped on that. So mm-hmm. when I see artists in the middle of album cycle yeah. or project cycle so they dropped a long way home they haven't got an album prepared yet or a tape from what we knew at the time Yeah. in that moment you're touring you're living the life mm-hmm. you're doing shows abroad you're doing the Dubai you're doing the Disturbing Ibifas you're doing all this yeah. stuff but you haven't got music actively out now you've got to jump on who's new who's hot yeah. who's got a big song you jump on it I feel when I start seeing that I feel just to let people know coming. just to let people know Gigs that. did the same thing with jumping mm. on um, the More Jamie that. Before More Life, doing oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the song with Jamie, he was then, killing all the features. Then he done the Kano thing. Done the Kano thing. I feel like Getz was in that same space. Mm. 
I think he's got a project coming out soon as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when you start when you start seeing an artist who's established, hasn't got anything out, jumping on all the new young hungry talent mm-hmm. and murdering and bodying the songs, I feel like something's coming. Yeah. So oh. I think the business side of things probably held stuff up and that's why we haven't seen it. But now it's here, like I said, you yeah. follow him actively, so you mm. see the videos, you see stuff, you hear snippets. Yeah. You start thinking, because I even saw photo from months ago of them with RA. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. If you're from yeah, South yeah. London and you know about roadside G's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is gangster grime. That yeah, is that's core. core. Like, that's... Them man just coming out of jail. <laughs> yeah, gangster yeah, grime. Yeah, yeah. So it's real. Yeah. So there's true, anticipation. Man. So you start thinking, okay, are we going back to the element? Mm. When I saw it, I was like, it has to be a mixtape. It's not album. Mm. RA isn't making the album, I don't think. They, they. I mean, roadside G's, I think there was a... Um, an interview with um, a couple of them in regards to like uh, bringing Tuck for Gout, um, you know, independently within themselves, that's cool. But in terms of like Crept and Conan, like they were letting us know that like, all right, this is coming, that is coming. Yeah. He was saying like, right, the features that man's got, like you won't even believe it and it's only for a mixtape. So obviously they dropped the. It's gonna be two still. tapes. Yeah, two seven tapes. days, seven nights. Seven days, seven nights. So you're nights. probably right in that whole like TI versus TIP. So yeah. giving us that, mm-hmm. I think if you look at the track listing, the one that's a bit more cruddy, you're gonna have the RA feature. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have the more guys mm-hmm. from the UK, and you're gonna have the vibes and the gal and. Yeah, yeah. For the other one with Janae Aiko and. And they got the Tory Lanes. Tory Lanes, like, you know what I mean? You're going to imagine that those are going to be the more mellow, vibey ones, like, you know what I mean? So they're doing bits. Um, I think they came under, like, a bit of criticism for the Whoa, Whoa, Whoa song. People were saying that, oh, it's too Americanized. Again, like, that same kind of criticism that they have. But I think it works. Mm. I don't know about you. At first, when I heard it, I was like, mm, you man are like, doing like future ad-libs and this, that, and the other. But it works. And I've been listening to it ever since. But I think what they've done, they've done, they've been very smart. I think, we was talking about it before we started recording. Mm. I think they're very aware of how to use and manipulate the internet to their advantage. So they've got the World War World Challenge, where all all the rappers are now jumping us. Like, mm-hmm. say, Double S has got a very good whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Cadet's got a one. very good version of his, but I've seen one from Bonkers. Um, I saw a bit of that. I see Clue, he just dropped one. Yeah. So it builds the energy around the song. Mm-hmm. If all the other rappers are jumping on that, mm-hmm. so that's part of the reason why it can't get out of your head. If you now start to like it. Yeah. It's part of the condition anyway, yeah. because you do a challenge, it keeps the energy of the song up. Mm. It makes sure we don't forget it. Yeah. Other rappers are jumping on it. So it's more in your face. You open your phone, you just see another world world challenge. World challenge yeah. So you want to see now the competition, who's got the best one? Like mm. I said, I think Double S has got the coldest one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Closely followed by Bonkers. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, it's... It, I, th- I think it's, like, without the challenges, I think it's still a vibey song. Because if, if it comes on in the club, best believe a man's vibing to it. Mm. I'm vibes into it, bruv. Like, you can't tell me anything different. You know what I mean? They've got cold lines on it. They've got cold lines. You know, even like, I enjoyed watching the video. It's simple, but then man were in a, what, Conan was in the Phantom and that. Like, he was just flexing, in it? Like, mm. I imagine, like, I want you to flex. That's what I expect from the song. 
So, I mean, some people may argue that they're not sticking to their core, you know, to stuff that the real, like, Krypton Conan fans want to listen to. But come on, man. Like, you got to move with the times. This is what's popping at the moment. This is what... There's going to be room for... That shocks me, though, because you're a purist, man. Yeah, but come on, man. Like, you, you get to a point where, like, I understand what they're doing. Mm. And I know that they're going to get to the stuff that we really want. Mm. A lot of people want to hear, like, Robbery Krypton Conan. Because mm. they actually went crud on that song. Yeah. They actually, like, they annihilated that. Mm. And that's the kind of energy that I think, like, some purists want to hear. But you're going to get that. You're yeah. just not going to get that as the first singles. Like, I, w- I wouldn't expect that from them. It won't make no sense. Mm. It won't make no sense. Like, you got to get people across the board, like, universally So they've got to play with the pumps a little bit. Rub the clit a little bit. There get you go. Get your pussy wet and then there we can get you to it. There you go. You've got, to, like, you've got to do that, man. You've got to please the people universally because they're in a situation where, like, they're actually making real money now. Mm. So they're like, what's what's better than, like you know, making more money? Mm. They ain't nothing better than that. So like, let me let me give the people what they want. Let me do something for the ladies, and let me like make a turn up thing. But then, looking at their marketing strategy from what I've been seeing from them, mm. it seems to me like they've shot a video for every song. You have to. It's like they've shot a video for every song. Maybe the ones with the American features, maybe not. Yeah, but if you've got like a Janai or you've got a Tory Lanez, it's gonna be difficult. Yeah, no, it's not gonna be difficult. Tory Lanez was in fucking Church Road with nines and the whole uh, yeah, ICB. So yeah, all right. Him specifically, obviously, he's trying to do like the whole ah oh, yeah Canada thing, like ah oh, yeah London. They're trying to do that in it, so like they're really trying to go to like hoods and be like ah oh, yeah yeah we're out here in people's hoods, whatever, cool, but. The Janae Aiko one. Hmm, like, We'd have to wait and see. Though, we'll like have to wait and see. And we'll have to wait stuff, and see. So I would hope that those ones, they get the looks for. Because with anything, as big as our music gets, the visual component is always the biggest thing as well. So those big moments. Like I remember, even though Chip's gone back to the essence now, mm. seeing Chip in a video of Trey Song was amazing. Yeah. Seeing him in a video with Kerry Hilson was crazy. Mm. Seeing him do a video with Movado mm. on the beach was mad. So... Yeah. And that, that is essentially, that's your advertising. That sells your song even more yeah. and makes it bigger. So, yeah, no, they should do the do the, um, do the the music video. But um, hashtag off the cuff pod. Come Didn't on. Didn't do no intro. If this sounds a bit echoey, apologies. We're just uh, shout out to my boy Paris. Letting us use his space. Hey, love, love for that, man. We're still it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah, we felt like uh, me and Falls were going back and forth. We were like, oh, yeah, like. We can't even get no studio time this week in our regular spot. What are we going to do kind of thing? So we kind of scrambled like, oh yeah, scratching our heads. Should we do it this week? Should we wait until next week? But then Foz was like, oh no, like, you know, we've got a studio. Let's go and do it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, cool. 99th episode and that. Mad. Bro, we're trying to make this 100th one extra special. Hey, listen. Or a man just might get drunk. You know, when I get nervous, I just just drink. And whatever happens, happens. That's what it might have to be. But it is our 99th episode. So we are building up to the 100th one. And 100 more. And the live show and all the things that we have got planned. Come on. So thank you for your continued support. The interactions, the people I do speak to online. Yes. That use the correct hashtag, which is hashtag off the cuff pod. I really do truly appreciate you. And our silent listeners as well. 
I'd love for you to. Uh, <laughs> no, listen. I want to. I want to. I want to see who's out there. Mm. I'd love for you to interact with us. Um, online, I'm Foles Forever. If uh, you are listening for the first time, that's F O L S Forever. Mr. Van Seven, M R V A N S Seven. Catch me on Twitter. I'm usually like vocal. I'm, I'm always tweeting. So, yeah, man. Finding one of your WCWs just. Rah, that's kind of mad still. Nah, I don't know nah. what you're kind of what you're trying to do right now. Nah, listen. I need the, the ladies to know what's going on out here. Rah, that's kind of mad. But still, the girls like it yeah, when you attract anyway. more more girls, don't it? Oh, nah, Isn't that the rule? Boy. They like they like the player type. You know? What? Mm. Listen, Paris is all about you because I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah, 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 you drink your juice, G soft drink this week <laughs> no but yeah man like um, yeah thanks for your continuous support man we love it obviously we've got our own Twitter page as well at off the cuff pod you know what I mean we're out there um, you know show some love man no essentially aim of the podcast is to bring you that raw unfiltered conversation as always don't really give two shits <laughs> <laughs> Am I lying though? Or is that just me? Because I get, get, keep getting called the flagrant one. Folds you that again yeah, this flagrant. week. Flagrant, yep, yep. I'm a righteous man though. No. You're definitely flagrant. Sometimes I listen back and I'm like, for fuck's sake. Bro, people respect people that are consistent. That you know they're going to be a certain way. Boy. I'm not changing. Hey, listen, don't change, man. Like, you know what I mean? That's why the people love you, innit? Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it is true genuine love as of yet. That's why the people love you, man. Just yeah. take it, bruv. I, I, I'll take it. Listen, whichever way you're handing it out, I'll take it, man. I know, man, that's going to complain, man. I hear that. I appreciate all the love. But let's get into everything properly this week, man. I think a lot's been going on. Mm. Um, I don't know how your week's been. I've, uh, I've had a mad one. Just back and forth with work and trying to get other things sorted out. I can't lie to you, man. It's been a busy week. Um, I don't even know what's going on. Bruh, well, I do know what's going bruh, on. Mum's going to Nigeria. That's what's going on. Oh, mad. Bruh, still. See your mum's going to Nigeria? Everything shuts down. Oh, listen, sometimes like you have to hire an interim, like you know what I mean, to, to get in position. And that. <laughs> <laughs> bruh, everything is shut down. She's right. going, it is almost like, like this is like the second coming of Christ. When she's preparing to go home, it's like mm. you need the extra bag, which has got the dummy clothes in there. Because when you go, you've got to give people stuff. And she's also looking to Are me Are we like, still doing that in 2017, bro? Yes, yes, nah, yes. Nah, bro, yes. like, come on, innit? Do like, you know why? Because they look at us over here as like, England and London specifically, the streets are paved with gold, land of opportunity, milk and honey. Nah. They feel like manna falls down from heaven. That man got Instagram now, innit? They can really see what it's like. We lying on Instagram. What are you talking oh, yeah, about? For real, for real. <laughs> We're out here lying. Bro, niggas lying, man. Posting their fucking I'm not lying their fresh like, shape up. Hey, listen, man. Because my cousin back home may have my Insta in it. Like, I, I may not follow him, but he may, he may like follow me in it. So you might see like, yeah, he sees your lit, he sees your lit pictures from the weekend. And nah, things. I'm trying to struggle now. I'm no, trying to no, no. struggle. I'm struggling. It's too late for all of that. I'm struggling. The struggle pics don't get no likes. <laughs> we don't like the struggle pics. No trim, yep. I'll post that too, bruv. No, we always say all the time. Social media is your highlight rule, so no. Mm-mm. We aren't showing, like... We're not showing I'm your... Snapchatting the breakup, innit? Them lot are seeing the struggle, fam. Right, you took that now, and when it really happens, <laughs> you'd be pissed off. But yes, it's everything shut down this week because I happened to help her prepare and get her sorted. Because mm. probably my parents is... They all know and have one fake link, one Uncle Kunle from church 
who can get cheap tickets. And then when it comes to the time period, Uncle Kunle can't get cheap tickets. This is why I say to my parents, like, listen, yeah, bun like your hookups, innit? They're never reliable. Just do the legit thing. Why don't you want to, like, just like travel like white people, innit? Do you reckon our parents are still trying to deet flats and stuff? I, I, I don't know, boy. But I'm just like, travel like white people, and it travel light sometimes. You don't need to bring like, the whole ends back. No, because, bro, when they go, they have to dish out and give stuff. And also, it's like, how can you have been in London for this many years and you can't bring back one suitcase full of clothes? And you know the fact I think you're right. They do watch the internet stuff over there. You can't, she can't even go back with Primark anymore because they know, innit? I remember one time I was helping her pack a suitcase. Mm. She's cutting off the tags, innit? And you know that like, you cut off like there. the... The, even mm. the size and like nah, bro. cut off the fruit of the loom everything <laughs> so you can't pretend to what brand it is you cut off everything their, their taste level is high now the minimum you've got to bring them is H&M the, <sighs> the, that's the bare minimum yeah for real like my mum sent back like a couple laptops once and they were like right what no Apple MacBooks and I was like what the fuck I would have fucking locked off I said listen <laughs> man ain't paying no more electric bills over there I'm locking the whole light off in the village I was like are you lot insane MacBooks. I don't blame them because we show them that it's all... Like you said, we show them everything. That's great. So, of course, they're going to look and think, rah, you lot have got it good over there. No, bro. It's just... It's accessible, but it's not, like, easy to get. These things aren't easy to obtain. And, like, I had a conversation once with my cousin out there and he was just like, oh, yeah, man, you guys have it so easy. And I was like, bro, like, let me break it down to you. I started telling him about this, that, and the third, like real bills, tax, this, that, and the other. And he was like, oh, really? I didn't realise. I was like, all right, when you, when you get the opportunity, come to Europe, innit? You don't necessarily have to come to London. Just come to Europe. Mm. Somehow, a man ended up in Russia. <laughs> Bro, don't ask how, why. But he lasted like four months and went back. Probably... Russia. I don't. He, so, he might as well have gone to war. Listen, it, that's not my fault. He was misinformed. That's Whoever your fault him, because nope. you opened your big mouth and said Europe instead of you to just you know you went to broaden it. What Europe and you? The first place you decide to go is Russia. Are you all right? First of all, yeah, it's fucking cold. Like mm. they're like what minus thirty. Yeah, that's not for us. Bro. You have to wear seven fur jackets. Yeah, seven. About six thermal socks. Under Armour. Like, North Face ain't saving you, my G. Like, you better come with some holy oil. Was he working out there, though, for the for the four months? I'm, I'm guessing so. Yeah. Because Russia doesn't seem like the kind of place you can do benefits. They nah, do state bro. handouts in Russia. Nah, G. Like, their man are like Ivan Drago, each and every one of them. Like, they're just like natural living robots. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't hack it, fam. He went. I was like, good for you, bruv. Who told you, innit? This is the lesson, yeah? Yeah. Go back home, yeah, to the people them and tell them, shit's not easy, guys. Yeah. Shit's not easy. But regardless, I don't think that's going to work yet because what I'm seeing with her is she's fortunate as well because she's the youngest, so it's not too bad for her. Mm. So everyone's kind of like, their kids are junior to her, so she's right. still the Kuwani because she's the youngest, but she's got older relatives and family members who are still mm. kind of stuck in their ways. Right. But they don't demand too much of her. She's just doing her bit. Mm. And obviously when you go back, you've got to look like you've been successful, you've been doing stuff, innit? Nobody wants to hear that the mortgage ain't been paid struggle. for two months. And they want to see the struggle. No, no, no. They don't care about all that. But, you know, I've got to prepare for that. My week's been crazy. When we get right into it, um, conversation I've been wanting to have, I don't know what side of the fence you sit on. Yeah. 
mad shooting in America and Las Vegas. A part of me thinks, wait, hold on. In a really fucked up way, I hope you don't take this the wrong way. I'm surprised it's taken this long for something mad to happen in Vegas. Because Vegas oh, is what, like... In, what, in Vegas alone? Yeah, or in terms like, of like whether it's like a... You know the traditional hub, the like, traditional terrorist attack, which would be like a bomb, mm. which I know the new tactic now is to drive into people and yeah. then what this guy's done, which is this mass shooting from a hotel window. But that's like the land of debauchery. You've got gambling, mm. drinking. You can fucking go and get married by Elvis in one corner and then probably go and get some birds around the other corner. Yeah. Like you've got so much stuff on this mad strip and... To be honest with you, like, Vegas just seems like a place where people go to, like, let loose, you know what I mean, get away from their troubles and really indulge in their vices. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it seems like a, a, a carefree environment. I've never been, so it's like, from what, I, from what I've seen, it just seems like, right, all right, we're bang in the middle of a desert in Nevada, yeah? We've created, like, you know, this place it's where like alright go and sin in it like, not on a level of like killing people but like you know just go and do shit that you wouldn't normally do yeah. back at home like this is the place if you want to go and do mad stuff this is the place so is that why all the men are going to Vegas for their, uh, their stag do before they hey, get married listen man what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas that slogan didn't come about for no reason fam. Yeah. you know what I mean these things like really it really pops off over there innit mm. you know what I mean so but yeah, so with this gunman, I'm sure everyone knows now. Yeah. Stephen Paddock, this older white male, has somehow managed to have an arsenal of weapons. Like he was, he was really out here in the field. Like, and um, it's crazy, bruv. Like, and to me, it just highlights the fact that hotels aren't that secure as we, as we think I don't even think we think about it to be honest mm. we just go there we check in we stay check out you know what I mean but there's no safety what are the safety regulations when you check in so what, should, they, should they be doing bag checks body scanners is that going to be the next yeah I guess because we don't know what they're putting in there mm. we just come in uh, they take our bags upstairs right this bag might be what, abnormally heavy what the hotels are you going to do? they carry your bags for you what so what hotels, bro? I'm still, I'm still like a premier in juries in. What? <laughs> what? So you've never gone to a hotel and they've taken your bags to the to the never, huh? I'm telling you, never. All oh, right, I'm sorry about that, but like, yeah, I've been to hotels where you know you leave their your bags at the lobby and they go and bring it to your room. Because mm. I might not be ready to go to the room yet. You know what I mean? I've been to a hotel where they've offered man nice cocktail on arrival. I should tell you that Egypt did offer me something nice. That's what I'm saying. I was, no, I was in Africa. I didn't trust the bags. What? <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going to leave my bags there, but it. Bruv, like, I went um Cape Verde this year yeah. and they did that. They took my bags to the thing. Like, it, was a, it was a proper, it was a proper situation. Fucking lazy bricks. It's kind of a drag it on. This is like the service that they provide. They mm. might expect a tip, but... <laughs> But I don't okay, be tight. Like, I don't think. That. Okay, cool. So, in that instance, there, they take your bags to the hotel room. Cool. But you say security is lax. Now, this is an incident where someone has killed over fifty people and injured hundreds. Yeah, 
Hundreds. He had like they say in the last year or so, he's purchased over thirty weapons. He had like what forty six in the room. Yeah, that's insane. Like, imagine if you know what? Yeah, it makes me think like, how did he do this by himself? There had to be some level of assistance because, like you said, there's not a lot of security, but it would have been abnormal. I don't know how long his stay was. He's not just coming in because you've got that many guns and some of them are big assault rifles. Mm-hmm. You're not just coming in with one bag loaded with weapons or no, you've got he to have a few bags. He could have came with two bags, which is not necessarily abnormal um, in a hotel. Mm. Like, But it can be, you know, guns are heavy, innit? So it could have been like a situation where like someone might have suspected, right, like these bags are, are, are abnormally um, heavy. Mm. But they're not going to think any of, anything of it. Like they're not going to raise any flags or anything like that. They're just going to put the, the the bag in a room and then, you know, whatever whatever happens happens. Now, no one knows that this guy is he has an arsenal, and he's about to do what he's about to do, which is commit the the biggest mass shooting in modern um, American times. Mm. That's crazy. I will call it like it is. He's a terrorist, isn't it? Like mm. he's, you know, it's an act of terror. He's a terrorist. Yeah. He's went out and he's killed like a load of people and he's injured hundreds of people. Like he's, you know, it. it's a madman. Mm. It's a madman, bruv. Like, and, you know, I think how America has to deal with it is to regulate gun control. This way we're going to bump heads though. But it's it's never going to happen. You say they need to regulate, they need to regulate gun control, bring some, some gun control in. I look and see, like I'm, like I always say, I'm self-confessed conspiracy theorist. Right. This is someone, there's barely any CCTV footage of this guy coming in out of a hotel with all these guns. Mm. This isn't an operation I think you can take out and then carry out by yourself. Yeah. And I explained to you why I say conspiracy, conspiracy theorists. Because I feel like, I think it's what the Second Amendment is to bear arms. That ability for the civilian to have that one thing that protects them against state violence, state control, mm. being on some level level free, mm. if they are prepared to protect and arm themselves, is the most powerful and the ultimate check and balance in any society, especially somewhere like America. So I look and I think, what tactics could they possibly use to help eradicate that? And now it's becoming the big thing now, because they've had Sandy Hook, they've had, where was Columbine, was that in the US as well? That was in they've the US. Had, they've had, especially with all the school shootings, really major incidents, and what is worse, the worst thing you can do is kill kids. That's gonna break everyone's heart across the world. 100%. You know, and that didn't work. So now they've got this, and I feel like, I don't think they'll ever get to a stage where they will take the citizens' guns away, but I think they are trying to work towards that. And what is the benefit within that? So when you when I say that, you have to look at both sides. Mm. What's the benefit? More docile, you are gonna be under the, the rule of law a lot more if you haven't got that. They can strip away those freedoms and rights they think that we have 
I think that's what we're getting to more and more. A lot more surveillance, especially even in the UK as well. We have the terrorism acts, which don't really get used to combat terrorism per se. Yeah, they get you. They you can get they get used on a day to day civilian, mm. just for normal stop searches and things of that nature. So how effective are they really? So that's why I look and think I don't really buy into it. Now this gentleman don't know much about him guy's dead right killed himself killed himself all we know is that he's an old man he's like 65 years old he was a multi-millionaire they kept describing him as a lone wolf no he's a terrorist yeah with shitloads of guns that you would have thought that man was going to war we don't know what his motives were yeah at this point I'm not interested because that's you're, you're just downright crazy in it like but you do have, you do have to on a certain level I feel get to the why though what understanding his motive you, you do have to get to the why so we can understand where it's come from because bro like I cannot create crazy is crazy is easy to, but when you kind of just write off someone as crazy it can also be seen as dismissive and then okay he's crazy but then what do we do after we do because I feel like for you, what, for you to what, do what, that what, even what, if you what were do like we do with him with us knowing why what do we do with that because once we know why we can then trace back so if there is if he does subscribe to an ideology, who is the leader of that movement? Can we now root that out and eradicate that? The same way we were made to believe there was this Al-Qaeda, there's this ISIS. People claim things. Mm. ISIS used to claim all the shit that was happening. They claim this. They claim this. ISIS claimed this as well. Yeah, they've claimed this. ISIS are claiming white guys. Bruv, they, bruv, they claim everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you might get into an altercation yeah outside like some any club no, no, in London me, bro. Yeah. and they'll claim that too <laughs> no, no, bro they'll claim me. it they'll don't claim it me. not me my enemies then I will claim everything yeah. fam like I've, but that's why I mean? when you ask me what do I gain from us finding out the why that's what I feel we gain so we then can get to the root of the because like I said he gets described as a lone wolf all the other adjectives and ways to describe him and he's not been described in a bad light he was a multi-millionaire I don't care about his financial situation as if someone that's got money can't kill someone you know so bro but this but is the thing we do have to find out where that comes from so first point of call is was he acting alone so is there someone else you could find out what happened is that person still alive well how is the, how is there no CCTV footage of this movement in and out of because you said because he's got so much weapons he's going to have to come in and out of the hotel room or did someone help him where all the guns are already planted there What's I haven't. I haven't seen. I've seen one photo of this guy, and this is an old photo. Yeah, when he was younger, he's sixty-five. Yeah. What? No recent pictures, now? Yeah. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. If there's a picture of him of recent times, yeah, cool, innit? But I haven't seen anything. But then, after these sort of tragedies happen, yeah, we with someone of his skin complexion, we always get the same response. Oh, he was suffering from mental health for a while. You know what I mean? It's the same narrative. I'm tired, bruv. Like, yeah. I no longer want... I'm not interested. You've done what you've done. And now, like, the the attitude towards the person who committed the crime is is far more different to someone like... If 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 it was an Islamic person, yeah, mm. it would have been far different. Like, we would have seen terrorists. We would have seen an angrier, like... Um, a statement from the president like you know it, the the feel of it would have been a lot more different mm. you know I'm trying to say that so it's just I, I don't know man it's, it's crazy bruv and like 
the reason why I say they need to regulate gun control in America because like it's the equivalent of me just going down to your my local Asda and buying a gun for two bills. Mm. That's crazy to me, bruv. But it's not part of our culture. That's what I'm saying. Rules. No, but I'm saying it it's a crazy culture. Yeah. It's a crazy culture. Like it, it Ameri- would be but, it but would be like Americans me. aren't giving up their guns. So like when you don't grow up in something, you don't understand maybe on a certain level. Like I think there's a beauty in on a certain level me being as powerful as the most powerful man in the country. Because when it comes down to it, we're both just two human beings. I'm a man and you're a man. And if we strip away your security, your money, your leverage, your influence, if you want to be able to do something to me and I want to be able to protect myself, I have the ability to do that. But you're still going to lose if you're going against the state. No, no, but... Gun or no gun? You have a, you're, you have a fighting chance. There's still a lot of power and beauty within that. I might even be romanticising violence here, but I think it's important. It's highly important. That's what America's built on, especially after their civil war. But these things ain't going to end because, like, you're going to get the guns in the hands of certain people that are just going to do mad stuff. So, yes, I think... And how I, do you get the gun? It's so easy. Like, I'm you not, could just go to the shop and buy a gun. I'm, but you, you've got that already. I'm not negating that there should be some regulation, but we say this, but do we know what regulations have in place already? Do they know? Do you know if they have ID cards? What, of course, the age restrictions are, how accessible they are. Everyone says this without a lot of information because I feel like... Part of the reason why... You go to a shop, like, watching the BBC News the other day. Yeah. And the Donny was just like, how do you think it's so simple to buy, like, a T-shirt? It's as simple as that with buying a gun. And that, to me, is worrying because, like, it's literally anyone could go out and buy a gun. Obviously, you have to have a licence, but with having a licence, anyone can apply for one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, you're not really getting like, you know, heavy, like, you know, heavy questioning as to what your motives are for this gun. Like, you can get a gun here legally. You can Mm. get a gun legally in the UK. Yeah. One of my colleagues said like, her husband had a shotgun license, but they had to get interviewed by the authorities before they obtained that license. So there you go, that might be something they may have to introduce. You know what I mean? Like, so they actually know, but... Bruv, like, do you, it's not really going down on record like, who's really buying a gun because, mm. like, every other, every Tom, Dick and Harry over there has got a gun. Mm. I think what it boils down to is when business gets to such a big level, they want less regulation because it makes it really easy. So in America, you have the um, NRA, it's the National Rifle Association, mm. which basically they're the send out for the gun manufacturers. So they act as the face. Mm. So what's got lost in the story now with the with the, the mass shooting in Las Vegas is we are I feel like people are obviously rightly so angry at the guy but the story and the narrative is becoming we need more what? Gun control. We need to either give up our guns or need to find a way to not make all these high powered assault rifles and these guns that can fire like a thousand rounds a minute so easy for the average everyday man to get hold of which on some level I agree with so now we've got a different focus when really the big boys are making crazy money so in a lot of instances it's the money that dictates what's going on they make so much money and that's so they have those things in place and the politicians you're talking you're gonna be angry talk about i don't know how much is how much is the nra given to trump in his 
presidential campaign at the start. Who knows? You have to look into that. How much did they give him previous presidents? When they lobby the government over there, what influence do they have that's what, in those corridors of power? So that's pro- that allows me to believe why it's going to be really hard because you've got, you have, yes, your government, but who controls government and who dictates what's going on? The people that have the money. Yeah, that's all well and good, but that's, to me, that's what is wrong with the world today is like, well, people are too driven by money. Like, you know what I mean? They don't give a fuck if we kill, like, hundreds of people. Like, rah, like I'm making my money at the end of the day. That's fucked up. Mm. That's fucked. You know what I mean? Like, what... How 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 is it, yeah, that a man can go, yeah, and in a, in a space of 12 months, yeah, buy so many guns and no one questions it? It's not flagging up on records, like, oh, this mm. person's buying this amount of guns, that amount of guns. He's not an official... You know what I mean? He's not like going to war or anything like that. He's not sending it to the army. So why has he got all these guns? Yeah. Them kind of guns there, bruv. Like, that's when you really go out to war on the front line. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need them guns. Why is that not being flagged up? That's what I'm saying. It, 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 bruv, it's insane. Like, it's, it's crazy, bruv. And like, to me, it's inexcusable. Like, you can't... I can't sympathise with like oh the whole money aspect of it like on the whole like wh- whatever because we're doing sympathize. just fine we're just doing just fine no, I went to the States and like your fucking local security guard he's got a fucking badge he's got a car he's got a baton and he's got a gun what the fuck for? what if I'm if, I, if I'm stealing a loaf of bread I might get shot for it and nah, fuck off bruv and that's essentially why I, I'll argue as a civilian you have a you have a weapon Look at all the stuff that's happened. But happened, it, happened recently over the last year and a half, two years in America with the civilians being able to have legal firearms. You know what the most fucked up thing is? You know what would, I probably would think would stop them, would make them be tight on gun control mm-hmm. if more black people decided to use their amendment rights and decided to bear arms and actually get guns. Because you'd be surprised. Like, I don't know the statistical, the factual numbers on this, it wouldn't surprise me you went to go and look the disproportionate amounts in regards to maybe like white southerners and white males who own guns in comparison to all the other ethnicities. And I'm talking legally, of course, all the other ethnicities in the US. You have to go and look. That's what I think will probably stop and make them, you know what? Let's now find a way of pulling back and having more regulation. Like you said, your, your point, I feel is right that over a year, you've you've managed to purchase over 30 weapons and it's not flagged up on the system. Even if you've bought one in a different state, is there no universal system, no database to run checks? You've, you've got a governing body like to negotiate like, you know, with gun manufacturers, like, but you ain't got no database. That don't make no sense. Mm. Like America's just going to turn into a bloodbath. Oh yeah, like this person's got a gun, that person's got a gun. If you've got an issue, we'll just shoot it out. Yeah. Like how many schools do you get over over here that are getting shot up by one crazed individual. Yeah, but yeah. we had one, was it Dunblane? Yeah, that was like, what, 20 fucking 30 years I am, ago? I'm not saying I want a new one, let it be 20, that, let it be 30. This is what I'm saying, this is what I'm saying. But like, there's so, years the, bruv, there's so many one. cases, like what, it was a couple of years ago, even within the window of us even creating off the cuff, yeah. there was Orlando. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? It wasn't that long ago. Yeah where there, there's been a mass shooting, mm. you know what I mean? Like, where it's just a random civilian that just went on a madness and just started shooting. Okay, I'll tell you what I think they should do, just so we can get to the crux of this and kind of close this part of the conversation. I feel that there 
should be, if there isn't one already, a universal database. We need to somehow, they need to kind of sever that relationship they're having a corridor to power between government and the National Rifle Association mm-hmm. who are basically working on behalf and on the face of the gun manufacturers and make a lot of money. You then need to decide what guns are for civilians, which is going to be hard for me because I'm like the guys in the deep south that hunt that fish, they may need the big weapons. Those rifles, like I said, a thousand rounds a minute. You said over here someone had to have an interview with the local authority. They may have to do that. Mm-hmm. So you have to maybe go through a vetting process where you justify why you need such a high-powered piece of equipment. Those are just a few examples of what I think they should do, mm-hmm. which would then be able to enact change. But I think my stance on it is I don't feel that on any level any American citizen should get to a point where they don't have the right to bear arms. I think it's one of the most beautiful things about the country that you can own a gun. Hey. Yeah. Boy. I don't know, man. Because, like, as humans, bruv, like, we're, we're so unpredictable. Mm. It's not the guns that are, it, you know, pulling the trigger on themselves, and it? it's the people that have control of it. And if every, if it's accessible to everyone, then it's just gonna like it's it's. I'm not saying that it's gonna it's it's gonna happen. We almost saying there's you almost a possibility. Sound like the guy saying, uh, the there's a possibility. Person has too much freedom. Is that an argument? That, that's what it kind of feels like sitting across you. Because like I said, the average civilian is gonna act in a certain way. So is that a privilege just for the? Do you have to go through like a mental health evaluation? Like like what's the criteria? You just yeah, I mean you you just have to look at like certain instances like I mean um I think it was last year where like there was very there was a lot of high profile cases where a lot of black men were, were being shot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm highlighting one in particular where the guy was in the car with his wife and child. He had a gun on him legally. Um and you know and the NRA didn't even stand up for that man in that incident there. that's what I'm saying and that's like, a perfect he, example of the state of state violence he, against a civilian even in an instant when the person had a legal firearm in that case in particular the officer might have felt threatened like he's reaching for his gun he might have he's got a gun he could see the gun Yeah. any movement he's reaching for the gun but I, I've pre-warned you that I have a pistol in my car a legal one at that it is there Humans are unpredictable. Yeah. Now, if that was to happen over here, no one would have got shot. Because there's no gun. Our police have guns, though. Police have guns, but not for a routine stop. Yeah. No one would have got shot. Like I said, it's a cultural difference. I think it sounds like, and I don't want to misquote your, like, read you wrong here. You're almost being a bit too romantic, an idea of, like, I want human beings to accent. History has shown that human beings are not nice. We are, we can be very, very, very evil. Hence my so, point. So to feel like, like to to have it, all right, not take away like you know guns completely, but just be tighter with it. Just yeah. be tighter with it, man. Like do something to since like a lot of these incidents have happened, yeah, but nothing's changed. Mm. Like what have they done to like? tighten it up a little bit what what have they done to because like as much as like there's Americans saying that alright yeah we need to bear like it's our it's the second amendment there's millions of civilians out there that are saying we're fucking scared we're shot we might get shot mm. I don't know 
we might get shot. It's a high possibility. Mm. I, w- I, don't, I wonder if someone in that Las Vegas crowd had a gun on them and fired back or... I don't think no. so, bruv. They don't even know where it's coming from. Imagine mm. being at a concert, a festival. Yeah. You're just, like, you might even get confused. There might be... You might think it's fireworks. We're in Vegas. Yeah. Music, loud music. You're hearing... Whatever the, the sound was, yeah? Yeah. I'm really happy they don't know what the sound of a real gun is as well. I'm so proud of you. Hey, listen. <laughs> yeah. The tingle. No. <laughs> Too soon, bro. Hey, Too nah, soon. but listen, like... You're not going to know what's going on until you start seeing people dropping. Yeah. And even by then, yeah, with the speed of uh, the amount of bullets that are shelling out that gun, bruv, I don't have time to look where it's coming from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I can imagine it being quite far away from where they, you know, the guy actually was. He smashed the hotel window. Bro, they say that that was like bulletproof glass. I don't, so I don't know. It's just too much. It's too much holes in the story. There's too much. No surveillance it's, video. Bro, it's one of the oldest. Um, it's not one of the new hotels in um, Vegas. Yeah. That's an old hotel. Mm. You know what I mean? You can break that window, fam. I don't know, man. But I, that's just my stance. I, I, it's, it's sad because I feel like we'll probably revisit that conversation at some point mm. later on down the line. It's a cultural thing because I know we've got people that listen to us in the US as well and I'd love to see your thoughts on this in regards to what side of the fence you sit on in terms of gun control. I'm happy we don't have that culture over here but I just oh, I, I, I look at this because I think what was there was some proposals I think early this year where they were possibly going to discuss in Parliament the possibility of having more um, everyday police carrying guns. Now if they got to that I'd be on the side of like, let me have a gun as a civilian, because like, we have gun police. You have to come out, and it's a process, and it takes time. And you usually see them like, there's I've a terrorist attack. Before. There's, there's a terrorist attack. The, the following day, you see them at like, King's Cross, St Pancras, all your major rail stations, just to give them more feel of security. The day after, <laughs> not gonna say too much, but no, do do man, tell. Man, standoff still. What standoff? What happened? Ah, uh, bro, it was mad. I don't know, man. The situation happened in my estate. I yeah. was just none the wiser coming out of my block and then stand back. I was like, what the fuck's going on? I'm just going to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's You're lucky to have your they, headphones in there. Uh, listen man, they they come when they're needed, innit? Yeah. I see a helicopter landing like the, the park. I was like, yo, this something's popping. Mm. But you know, um and then again, you're right, to feel safe. If every day-to-day officer had a gun on them... Because you're saying human beings like, I don't trust you just because exactly. you're in uniform. If but anything, then what does that create? I mistrust you more. But then what does that create? If you're going to put it like... that, This is where it starts. If you're going to put guns in the hands of every single officer out there... Bruv, a lot of them are dickheads, fam. Mm. And I keep saying this. I've had loads of altercations with the police. It's going to create a madness. Mm. Because like from... The third instance with the police, yeah. The first, the third difference that I have with the police. I'm out here with a gun too. And then you're going to have every other person with that same mindset. And then every other person with an issue starts shooting. Mm. Uh, I've had enough of this world. I'm angry. Let me go and get my rifle and start shooting everyone on site. Whether it's a political gen- agenda or it's my own personal thing that I mm. have against people. 
it's fucked. Yeah. You know, that's that's my stance on it. Hey, you know I mean, keep your guns if you're in America, man. Do whatever you can. Might get shot. Hey, fucking. But you might have opportunity to shoot back. Fucking security guards in in the supermarket looking like a sheriff. That's fucking <laughs> insane. You know, I'm like saying America's not Disneyland. From the outside looking in, we we is. I would love the average American doesn't get a chance to travel to come and to like Europe to come and see. And then be on the outside looking in and see how America looks to the rest of the world. Mm. They look fucking crazy. They do, they man. Do um, crazy. I don't think it will affect anyone. Like I mm. think they're so self-centered, they don't even realize it. I'm not sure that people are hurting and because of what's yeah, happening, yeah, yeah, yeah. so high profile. Of course, with news, things move very quickly. But like the real patriotic. This, this will be the, this. Hopefully, will be the start of some level of change. But like I said, um, I propose what I feel like may be beneficial. It'll be interesting to see if that does come to fruition, mm. if those kind of things do happen in regards to the different checks. But um, just switching the conversation quickly, I didn't even have a chance to catch up with you properly because I know it's been a lot mm. of all week. Yeah, yeah. You had the chance to go um, Wizkid. Yeah. Let's just, um, on, a, on a lighter note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went Wizkid, um, uh, Royal Albert Hall. Yeah, talk to me. In Kensington. Um, yeah, man. Like, I think it was. I think it was the right venue. You know what I mean? Because usually, like, you get artists of that level um, in the UK, they'll probably do something like a Brixton or a Hammersmith Apollo. Like a Brixton. Nah, like, I mean, that's cool. But, you know, sometimes, like, let's give it a shift a little bit and try a different venue. It's not the conventional concert venue for, like, black events. Yeah. Obviously, you like yourself, holds a lot of history yeah, in the UK. Yourself and certain I, demographics. We went to um, the Grime Symphony. Yeah, um, it's obviously BBC Proms, so I understood it. You know what I mean? It's got that BBC attachment. Um, the original Proms are held there anyway, so um, um, yeah, it's a little bit bougie. It's there. very bougie. Yeah. Um, so Get to it. Having Wizkid there, it was great. I thought it was going to be, um, in terms of like the stage, I thought it was going to be quite big production wise. Uh, but it was just him. There was no screen in the back um, and his live band, which was which was cool. It was good enough for me. Um, I got there just, I got there just, um, just before he came out. So I missed the opening act. Late as per usual. Rather, I had a mad day that day. Let's not get into that in it. I'll start like, yeah. Anyway, so I got there. He came out, and I felt like he did his thing. There was a lot more girls than there were guys. That's not necessarily a bad thing, bro. It's not a bad thing, you know what I mean. And um, it seemed like everyone enjoyed themselves. Like I think Wizkid like really showed people that he has hits. Just mm. in case you forget, because you know sometimes like an artist that's been around for time, but obviously like he's going through his finest moment at the moment. Would you agree? I think he's at the highest point. Yeah, at, the, at his highest point. Come closer, a, official collaboration with Drake, of you course. You know what I mean? Drake and um, Skepta remix, Ojo Aleba. Mm. So that was the start of yeah. him becoming quite international Exactly, as well. and obviously he, um, he's he got a feature on One Dance, which was a smash yeah. last year. Uh, whether you know the contribution was minimal or not, he was on there. Yo, you got so, you got your trophy in it. Yeah, you got the, you know what I mean. So, um, yeah, internationally, like universally, um, 
Wizkid is like at the highest. Yeah. So obviously, when you get to that point, like some people forget, like man's putting in work in it. Man's put in work. So I've got hits. Yeah. I thought it was gonna. I thought it would run out by a certain point, but nah. He was like, listen. Because we've been listening, we was there from Don't Doll, we was you there know, from... Yeah, like, he's like, listen, Wizkid has a problem, stuff. like, my problem is I've got too many hits. <laughs> and it was like a show and proof thing, and like, I think halfway through the show, he brought out One Day Cole. Um, I, I'm not really too familiar with his stuff, mm. maybe you can explain him better, but um, he got a mad response to yeah. the point, I was like, rah, you know what I mean? He must be you know, someone like quite important. He is so. I like we're having this conversation because when the bigger artists of like certain genres, it happened a lot with reggae and bashment. Mm. When they cross over, the argument's always been the sound gets watered down a little bit. Yeah. And if you get the pioneer, so London has been a very, imp- especially I feel like the last 10 years, um, with our music getting played more in the clubs, has been a very important part. Mm. In terms of Afrobeats getting bigger, and I'll explain why in a second. Mm. So, one day Cole was part of Mo Hits. Right. Mo Hits is, of course, the group, the label, the that, hub. that hub that essentially helped birth the banj. Right, right, right. The banj and Don Jazzy Don had a special yeah. relationship. The producer and the main artist that you mm. have on all the labels. Yeah. Like maybe like a Snoop and Dre. Like you right, give right, you a right, different, right. You can give whatever example you have. Yeah, so mm. they had that special relationship and they were just the hits upon hits. And the banj was in the UK originally was a yeah. bus driver in the end Heard he worked in Nando's for a bit as well possibly hey mad niggas start adding up stuff man worked in Netto <laughs> I heard he was a bus driver innit? you know the rumours I, 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 I heard he was a fraud but I don't mad, know, innit? Mad, you know mad whatever money he managed to get together I decided you know what like a lot of people now realising you can't really opportunities and remember they go, go back home yeah. and try this thing yeah. because they ain't, the, really, they, ain't, the they ain't really a scene as of yet mm. they took the risk they went back home and that birthed all the, the music that we heard from Amon mm. Hits. And then you have your one day Cole, who was like, that was the, the hook man. Right. So the big point for him was the Oliver Twist mm. and that charting in the UK and coming across and good doing, music. just prior to doing good music, doing mm. Wireless Festival 2012. Yeah. So then there's more interest now. We're getting, it's not just bashment mm. in the club. Vibes Cartel's Gone Gel. It's getting a bit quiet. Yeah. There's more of us in the clubs. There's Caribbean people as well as our African people. Mm-hmm. We're playing our stuff and we have more stuff to play. Mm. So someone like Wendell Cole is important just to give it history. Right. That's where he comes from. So that's why. And I think also Wizkid coming up, mm. people don't know his history. They see him, Drake, collaboration, being managed by like Disturbing London. Right. They take over in Europe. Prior to that, there was a big artist in in Nigeria at the time called Banky W, mm. who he Whiskey was a young boy in the studio that they were bringing through. Yeah, so he was under his tutelage, mm. and they exposed him to all of us and kind of bust him, and that's how he started. So right, the people right. that seen in the crowd would know that story. The people that went to watch Whiskey that day would know Pacquamore. They would know mm, those mm. songs off the, the. I think the album came out in two thousand eleven. Yeah, off the Starboy album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will know there was no Lele. They will know. All the songs that I'm a talking lot. about. Yeah. So a that lot. just gives a history of of Wizkid and why, probably why you were so surprised that he had so much bangers. He had so much bangers. Because you've been putting in the work. Yeah. It's it's um it was great to see. Um I think it was good for African music 
um, as a whole as well. And I think he set his sights on doing an O2 next year. You're obviously God willing, you know what I mean, depending on how um, you know he he does from here to 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 next year. So yeah, man, I think um, I, I was I was very impressed. He had that presence. He had that presence on stage. Um, you know, he brought some people on to, to he brought some girls on, had a little dance and that, whatever. Any big backs, any, any hey, big bumps. Yeah, yeah. You know, an African yeah, show now. Kind of, some yeah, big bumps. He had a few, you know what I mean? Like, so he did that. He did that whole thing. Um, and yeah, he, he done like a solid two hours. You know what I mean? And, you know, like, um, I thought the music was going to drown his vocals, but like, I can hear him clearly. Um, Probably didn't so have much did. expectations for this, nah, did you? He did, he did, he did. No, nah, because like I've heard of like Wizkid shows before, and like, and I've seen some on YouTube, and I'm like, oh, he doesn't really sound that good live. Mm. You know what I mean? So, um, I did have high expectations for him because I know that he's got like a lot of songs. You know what I mean? Like he he's definitely like a person that gets the party started. Like he he he's got vibes. Yeah. So yeah, he done that, and yeah, Wonder Cole was the only person that he brought out. So it wasn't he wasn't really too reliant on like bringing people out. You know, when you know certain artists have like that headline show, they start bringing out everyone. Man, I've got seventeen acts, and they come out and they do and two I'm like, songs. Come on, man! Like, what is this? <laughs> it was an actual Wizkid show. Yeah. Um, which it wasn't was Wizkid and Friends. Yeah, it wasn't Wizkid and Friends. Not in the slightest. You know what I mean? So. It was a good show and I think a lot of people vibed and enjoyed it. And then, yeah, man, like there was no trouble or nothing. Everyone went home and it was good. You know why? Because there was more girls than men. That's yes. why there was no trouble. I didn't see no fed inside. If you don't want to fight, you're going to get nicked around where I bought Yeah, yeah they, bruv, they'll come out of the, the woodworks. Yeah. They're man there. <laughs> a lot of royal properties around there. Boy. Yeah, just... They'll start flying out of the walls. Well, they'll do how they do it kind of, but they want to arrest you then. They just come, they come kick off your door the next day. Yeah, and come and grab you then. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But I was going to catch up because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't go at the time. So I was looking. I was like, "This looks like a pivotal moment yeah. in terms of that genre of music." Because oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, even though there was another conversation to be had in regards to the sounds, because I was watching Everyday Struggle mm. and um, Joe Budden had a slip up where he referred to Whiskey as a a Caribbean artist, mm. and I feel there is that conversation because of Afro Bashman and the fusion. Even Wizkid and Popcorn, I think, got a song together. Right. Wizkid's got a song with Future. So as you get bigger, that market in America is massive as well. So even Wizkid's new song, new album, or latest album, is called Sounds From The Other Side, mm. which I feel is more catered towards that market. Yeah, he's got Chris them. Brown in there. He's got Ty Dolla Sign on there. Uh, you know, so um, at the end of the day, someone like Joe Biden, like, he's a music guy, so I'd expect him to do the research. I, I I do understand why he may. Also, have the sounds confused. are so the sounds are so close that it's not surprising that he would make the slip up. Oh yeah, it's not surprising in the slightest. I wasn't surprised. I, I feel like they like there is the. It's not a good thing as well, and I'm sure someone's going to lose out in that element of Afro bashment. Someone's going to get kind of wiped out within that because mm. if we fuse it so much and the sounds are so close, we don't know what's what and who's who. What happens next? It's just where whatever whoever artist is the most popping out of the two, and then we get misplaced. Yeah, because you now call it Afro Bashment. What out of the two is the leading one? Who do you really want to hear the most? 
you have like a Joe Budden, you say he's a music guy, he's on a show and you'd have a certain amount of credibility or thinking about credibility. Yeah. If they place it wrong, who in terms of that's controlling music, how do they place it? Do they care? They probably yeah. don't because it's just about what's streaming the most, what's getting played the most on Spotify, 100%. on SoundCloud. And we don't really care. If it's just good music, it's just, you know, what's the, who cares about the genre? It's just mm. good music. Yeah. It, it does make me feel weird. It doesn't sit well when that then happens. Until it gets to the point where like WizKid is really saying stuff in a language that no one understands. Yeah, if he does start doing that, then... And uh, uh, he's got songs where, you know... Um, as long as we don't go back and we have twang. like the UK artists rapping American accents or we have because we had that in Africa where mm-hmm. they we didn't have, really have a scene when we were trying to find our feet outside of like Afrobeat because Afrobeat and Afrobeat is a different thing yeah. out of that people trying to are they trying to rap Yeah. are they trying to sing what they're trying to do they just emulate with what they've been conditioned to like which is American pop mm-hmm. culture because mm-hmm. it's influences everywhere yeah 100% so like, even now That's when like they're the not the popping necessarily I feel like they're the leaders mm. their hands are still in the pie and dictating what's going on oh uh, yeah 100% so when the fusion like, happens if you want to make if you want to make it you have to have like some sort of like leverage in um in American culture mm. in regards to like music like music whatever I think like that's where um you know you really hit the big time because it's the biggest market to crack you know what I mean so um, the industry's there so um, yeah man but I think Wizkid if he if he keeps going at the rate that he's going at um, he'll be able to do something like that too. two yeah so you feel like Afrobeats could have that big moment we have it needs and I think he's probably like the leader mm. of the pack in, in, in regards to making that happen yeah um I'm sad that it happened with the bands, but I'm not surprised because signing to good music and being under Kanye West just didn't make sense to it me. It didn't make sense. And you and only had one moment. like You had one moment with the Oliver Twist thing and then you had, they they, they released a collaborative al- album in Cruel, Cruel Summer. Yeah. And he was on one song and he was like, the backing vocal. What's the video where they all dress as like Mercy. ninjas? Mercy. And like he flashes across the screen yeah, yeah, Mercy. for like two seconds. And I was if you don't like, know the band, you won't know it's him. Yeah, it's they they parred him off. I think like Kanye just got like he, he was advised that all right, this scene is thriving at the yeah, moment. Like, let me get to it early. Let let's get to it early. But then when he actually got there, yeah, he didn't know what to do. Mm. I think that's exactly what like so essentially the branch took the bullet for, for the man then. Yeah. He was the guinea pig because they didn't know what to do. Mm. Like, their man was like, all right, let's, let's have this American artist over there. Like, let's, no, let's have this African artist over here in the American market. We're hearing that it's thriving. It's what's next. Mm. Let's see what we can do. It's sending out a statement, but you're not doing nothing with him. Bro, even at that time, at the same time, Push T hadn't come out just yet, so you're even further at the back of the queue yeah, and you're exactly. the new guy you've not even been around with him that long yeah and like no one knows you in America obviously they shot Oliver Twist in London so mm. he had all the man that fly out to London mm. to appear or make that cameo yeah because you know what I mean like it's it's the big it's a big moment for the bands at the time yeah. where you have like those American cosigns in your video where yeah. you have that big cameo from Kanye the boss yeah. at the end of the video but then 
people are interested to see what happens thereafter mm. but nothing's happening it's like alright we're listening to Cruel Summer because you're on good music now the album's here are you going to get a song by yourself that was highly unlikely though you love reaching if you think he was going to get a song by himself you know what I mean are you going to be on a hook somewhere mm. but he didn't get that he was like on a song where he was backing vocals for one little moment of the song it wasn't even like the whole song mm. I was like this is the biggest part in history <laughs> you might be right he probably did take the bullet so it allows someone like a whiskey to have um, that leverage like he's a star boy mm. obviously he's younger generation the band is a slightly older crowd as well Yeah, I think he still, he still does bits I think he's tried to come back he had a song with One Day Cole and Gucci but mm. that threw me a little bit because I'm like Gucci main with Afro beats I don't understand that <laughs> even new Gucci Gucci 2.0 like losing weight Gucci smiling yeah, Gucci like, less threatening Gucci you still know what I mean positive well. quotes on Twitter Gucci yeah no. like nah it, it, you got you got to don't don't do things just for the sake of it it has to make sense mm-hmm. do you get it like it's yeah. it has to make sense and if it, if it doesn't people are just not going to take things seriously mm. so then the label will then look at it and it's like right we, waste, we wasted money on this but if they never truly were invested, the problem is then their excuse for it working is that we put money behind it, it didn't work. Okay, mm. cool. But like like I, like you were saying, kind of just talking probably was advice. Like we were talking hypotheticals here, but yeah. I think we've got enough understanding of how we view things um, that was kind of listening to Afrobeats, did he really know what was going on? The song bust, so they picked up the guy who was popping at the moment and they got to him early. It can work sometimes because you're first yeah. and you're early, you get in there and if the person's got the work rate they've got the talent they've got the right links but I think I don't blame them though Kanye West comes to get you at, the, at that point Kanye was on fire so you go in it and, you, like want, that, and, you, want, and you want to spread the sound so it's like that young girl coming through in the ends and then the man sees you and like yeah I'm going to keep you there like I'm going to grab you first in it and I'm going to keep you hey, there it sounds creepy <laughs> <laughs> bruv it happens it's but it's creepy hey listen as creepy as it sounds like let's not Mm. shy away from the fact that it happens in it yeah. like someone wants you first but mm. then when they have you they don't know what to do in it yeah so it's like all right but i'm gonna do everything in my power to kind of keep you there and maybe like we can get a second run because that happens like you can have a second opportunity to make things work yeah but it doesn't necessarily happen and the music like especially with you know the alarming rate of music now like people are fickle you know what i mean like well, all right you had over a twist what next mm. You're, you're not that guy no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think the band and like um, Don Jazzy had parted ways shortly afterwards. Yes, yeah. So it's like that yeah. winning formula is now gone. What are you going to do now? Are they going to provide you the sounds? Are you working with the right producers? Now you're answer? lost. Like you're in quicksand now. Yeah. You're sinking, yeah. And you can't, eat, like, you're, you can't move. You know? So it's boy it's unfortunate but like Afrobeats is thriving yeah. Whiskey ain't the only person there's other you know what I mean you've got your burner boys where he he doesn't necessarily coin himself as Afro as an Afrobeats artist he says that you know he makes a, a fusion of cool, different sounds cool story bro cool story yeah. cool story whatever and then you got um what's the other guy's name you've got Davido the Davido yeah you've got Mr. Easy these are all younger yeah, yeah. guys who are like thriving in, in this space right now so yeah I mean but they would have come up looking up to him more because more hits was popping yeah there was no way 
Don Jazzy, mm. One Day Cole, The Band, she even had the All them man. Yeah, there, there was a lot of guys over there. Mm. They come. I remember they had their first show, they come over, the band did a freestyle, I think it was like DJ Edu. Right. Like, we were really excited for that. Mm. We wanted to see what was going to happen next. Right. And it just hasn't, obviously One Day Cole's come back and has got a big song, so mm. he'll be fine because he's, he's a hook guy. Yeah. If you can do melody, and there's not a lot of guys that can really sing in Afrobeats. Right, right. He'll be right. fine because he can actually sing. Yeah, that's so, what... Um, so that plays Wiz, Wizkid did highlight that um, at oh, did the he? show. Yeah, he okay. said, um, probably the only real singer in, in, in this part. He's like, not not like you other... Wow. Yeah, yeah, singers. Hey, Wizzy with the smoke, you know. Wow. I love Afrobeats, isn't it? And I just like the fact that culturally we get to be very much ourselves unashamedly. So it is nice. But bringing the conversation back home a little bit, I feel like this is just like beef week. I don't know what's been going on and what's in the water. Mm. He's been beefing. Wiley and Dizzy are back at it again. It's, oh. it's never going to go away. Bro, like, you know what? It's, it's, um, I've, I've, I, I was like, this is embarrassing. Yeah. I was like, this is sad. This is embarrassing. You know me, I enjoyed the fuckery. I was like, yes, let's get to let's it. Enjoy, yeah, let's enjoy it. Like in terms of like entertainment, yeah, the fuckery in it. Like we're here for it, but at the mm. same time, it's like right. These are like, as far as history goes, these are like our main like prized possessions in the scene. Mm. Like they've done a lot of things. You know what I'm trying to say. So it's sad that they haven't been able to patch things up like over the years. But it was but something think, that was bound I to think happen. You lot are romanticizing that shit too much. I don't even at this point, and I'll give all the context to why I say this. Mm-hmm. I don't even want them to patch it up. No, they they, they if, shouldn't. They shouldn't. After all this, they shouldn't. What's the point? Dizzy Rascal can open his mouth and call Wiley a nonce, a paedophile, the Jimmy Savile of grime. Yeah. If you're not gonna call the man that, and I see you two on a track together, there ain't there's certain things you can't go back on. You call me a paedophile in the public arena. Now the fuck I think about all of this is. If this is the first time this is calling a paedophile, I don't rate it because how what have I always said? If you're saying these like the worst and despicable things about me at a time and it suits you to make me look bad, mm. but you've always known that and you didn't speak on it, mm. that's kind of fucked up. I mean, mm. you have that problem in our communities where shit goes on, we sweep it under the rug. Mm. Now, if you're from the ends and you're from Grammy, you understand the clash in history. That's not this isn't the first person to say it about Wiley, innit? Right. What's, I can't remember, um, Gets has got a lyric, 10 years older than your baby mother, um, I'm a lady lover. I don't, uh, let me find it. But you got to draw the line. When you were 10, she weren't even potty trained. Mad. <laughs> Man, I'm 10 years older than your baby mother and Gets is younger than Wiley as well. That's cold. Yeah. Um... At the time we're looking and probably thinking I'm younger that you know what that's just for clashing element. But when too many people are saying that, and it's, and people are saying go and ask him how old his babe mum is. It's it's not by coincidence. Yeah. Um. Yeah, bruv is mad. You bang girls that are fifteen. I'm only seventeen, and I wouldn't do that. Devlin. Bro. Because even at 17, you bang a 15-year-old, that's against the law as well. Yeah. You got, you got in jail for that one too. Listen, I involved. Mm. So, so you would so, so would you... 
Are you, would you still feel like they should at some point patch up and we should get music? Nah. No? Um, I'm talking about in the past. Like, it's a shame that they never managed to do that. Mm. But obviously now they're at a point where, like, I feel like Dizzy hasn't really said much in regards to Wiley. But Wiley has kept on probing um, Dizzy mm. to a point where, like, bruv, like, after years of like continuous probing like purposely as well someone's gonna get vexed yeah. i understand it like obviously he did you know go a bit out of control saying a bit too much online sorry but um it comes from a place of like you know when you've reached that breaking point mm. that's what it seemed like to me and it like it was very emotional whereas like on wiley's end it seemed very playful Haha, ha, yeah, I like the fact that I'm pushing your buttons. Mm. You know what I mean? I think Wiley knows, knows how to wind his Yeah, up. yeah, definitely. He was, he was, if, you know people, when and, you're I, troll, and I saw that. They were, and I they saw were happy. That. He was happy he got a response. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And as far as Dizzy goes, like his reaction, we don't really see these kind of tweets from Dizzy. I don't know, innit? Like, I've never seen anything like that from Dizzy. Because like, he was winning so much that, like, you don't have to respond to anything. But I feel like. The people that were important when, in the time when you were popping, mm. because they don't know Santrope, Dizzy, Miami, Dizzy, Ferrari, Robbie Williams. Mm. They know little Dylan coming, getting halfway batted up by Titch. Those are their everlasting memories of him because once he leaves and goes off and does great things now, mm-hmm. he doesn't look back and talk to anybody. Right. And I think that's where a lot of the discomfort come from. So if Wiley has a genuine like love and affection for him, I think, I think even despite the spat, and them having back and forth, he does. But you constantly remind everybody that you wouldn't be where you are if I didn't introduce your manager. And on a certain level, it's like, I would be upset as well because all you're doing is really just throwing dirt. It's like, you just, you say you, you rate man and it's all love. But all you ever do is remind man, I'm the one that put you here. Mm. I still did the work. Mm. And if you introduced me to this person and I've done such things, why didn't you, why couldn't you and that person's relationship last mm. to a point where you could go off? Because Wiley's had loads of inconsistencies. Mm. He's the one person who can just not be on a label, back on a label, because he's got so much of a catalogue and knows how to make a song that he's okay. But the erratic behaviour is probably part of the reason why he isn't in a dizzy rascal position. And I think like what people like to do sometimes is like they kind of discredit people's success, and it's like and I think that's what he's kind of doing on the yeah, and, I, and I'm thinking, rather, you've been in this position before, yeah. I've then elevated to a point that you've never been to. Mm. So it's obviously something that I'm doing right. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you can't say to me that, like, rah, uh, you wouldn't have made it big if I didn't introduce you to this person. But you introduced yourself to that person. You knew that person. You stood side by side with this person. You're an artist like myself. How comes you didn't get to... Maybe he can say, rah, okay, you're right, but maybe I didn't care enough. But the fact is... Man went on and done great things, innit? Mm. Four number ones independently. You know what I mean? Like Mercury Prize, whatever. Like obviously that was a lot before, but he's accomplished a lot that certain man will, will, will never achieve. And I think we should never ever downplay, but I think the problem with him, with, with Dizzy, is he's in a weird space. So Graham is back popping and is... He's trying to come back. With and he's trying to come back. So the tour... It's called Rasket. The album's called Rasket. But I listen, the flow is outdated. Was he talking on anything that's relevant right now? Does he know the sound of what's going on? But then 
he's surely allowed to be as a pioneer to dip his toe back in, but then you're the absent father, so should we let you back? There's so much when I look and I feel, nah, you've got to write that wrong. You've got to tell us why you went away so that we don't have to draw conclusions. Because mm. I look and Dizzy and Wiley have the back and forth and Wiley wants to poke fun and be like, at the end of the day, we wouldn't be here if you didn't pinch Lisa Mafia's bum. That's what the whole fallout really is. Yeah, Pinch Lisa Mafia's bum, next day got beaten up, got mm, stabbed, mm, whatever. Mm. And from then, they just, he's just a palm of everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Went off and did his own thing. Myself from the scene. You know, left on the island by himself to fight for his life. Mm. In a hospital as a black boy with foreigners. We know how yeah, that goes yeah. as well in Europe. Yeah. They think you're fucking up the island and you're bringing trouble. They're not really looking after you. And then you got to still make it home safely. Mm. I would be like, fuck you too to everyone as well. You can, yeah. I can understand where he's coming from, but the fans, we're fickle, in it? So we understand why you went away. It's like you turned your back on Grime. But we understand, because Max has got a really good song. I'll find it for you. Mm. He's, a, he's a rapper from East London as well. I, I think I, I caught wind of it, but I haven't listened to it. Yeah. Like, listen, at the end of the day, um, if you're going to come back, like, you... I mean, people can do what they want in it, especially someone like, you know, like on on a level as Dizzy that's that's dropped a classic, like uh, Boy in the Corner, and I hate the fact that we always have to revert back to that one project. Mm. But he should be able to come back and do what he wants to do. Like if he wants to come back to grime, all right, cool. But you have to be in shape in it. Mm. Don't come back rusty in it, like. Because at this point, well, does he yeah, have to go and do a few sets? Go see Spyro, you know, do maybe a fire go, in a booth, like do go something. Go Westwood, like, you show know what us I mean? that. You know, like I felt like when I was listening to that entire project, yeah, I felt like I was forcing myself to to try. And you wanted enjoy to give it. him a chance because he's dizzy. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to give him a chance, but it didn't really, it didn't do anything. I, I haven't revisited that album. Mm. You know what I mean? And to call it Rasket, come on, bro. You're giving us memories of you're gassing me, fam. Yeah. But pirate I, radio. I'm listening, and you know, I'm blank face emoji. <laughs> and then you want to go do a tour? Like I'm not interested. I'm sorry. Because yeah. do the new fans, the the fans after bonkers and dance with me, do they? Do they know anything about the early grand era? I don't think so. Mm. Probably not. Bruv, like, you got to think about it, man. All this shit was like 02, 03, man. It's a long, a lot long of, like, time ago. The new Grime listener, bruv, they weren't old enough. Mm. I'm sorry, man. Like, they're all the same. I even said they're not even a Grime listener. They're a fan of that individual who happens to be from the Grime scene. Mm. So I wouldn't even call them a Grime listener. They just like No, that but even, like, the, the, the listeners of Grime today, they may not even know, like, half of the stuff that happened back then yeah because they were far too young mm. not even like they weren't even doing their sats <laughs> no as long let me see, let me let me find you this song there we go this is the this is the max the tune i'm talking about it's called king dizzy and i don't know if you recall this just before this happened mm. the perfect timing though when they were beefing before anyone gets this one misconstrued or gets the whole message wrong man i ain't trying to disrespect anyone with this one eh? you get me i just being me, I got some questions I, I need to get off my chest, even if it never gets answered, you know what I'm saying? It's East London, it's much it's grand, yeah, and it's real. Old type Wiley, old type Dizzy Rascal, yeah, this one's called King Dizzy, old type Kano, yeah. You see, growing up, I wanted to be like Dizzy and put on for East, my part of the city. I listen to his music, he painted a picture. I related to the life that he lived up. 
Not no change in the street when you're caught up in the cycle of Aiden Panano. It's always hoodies, hats, trainers, and jeans, racial profiling, faces on street. But I wanna know why you ducked out on Wiley and Rodi. What did they do? Yeah. As far as we know, you pitched Lisa Mafia's ass, got stabbed and fell out with a crew. Man. And Wiley was in hospital by your bedside. As far as we all know, he's a blessed guy. guy. He devoted his life to the culture. Crime was a church, he was standing by the altar. First things first, the same as tribute. Secondly, I ain't gonna diss you. I just wanna know why you ducked out on the man, the man, the fans that miss you. So I'm writing this song. I don't understand all the pop paychecks in the crib in Miami, but where have you gone? I ain't saying you're supposed to hang out on the street doing meet and greet. I just wanna know why you're so anti to the G R I M E when there's more to life than. I'll lock it from there, but you get the drift, didn't it? Mm-hmm. That's cold, though, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. Go get some extra. There's there's a lot more on the song there. You can check that out. Um, M A X M A X S T A. I um, thought he was gonna do some good things. You know, listen, but... I was excited for him as well. The, the song is called King Dizzy. It's on his SoundCloud page. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll post the link as well when we put up the podcast. But um, he basically, for me, um, in his song, all of the, my feelings, how I felt in regards to Dizzy, is like, bro, you're the absent father. Mm. And he turned up to my graduation and now you want to celebrate my success. Mm. Nah, Donnie, you've got to sit in the car park yeah. and watch the ceremony from the car park. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you can't turn up and now claim, you know, oh, my son, I'm so proud. That's what it feels like. Yeah, it's, But I it's... do want you at my graduation at the same time because you are my pops. You're just not gonna get that warm reception that you think that you 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 um, you know you should get. Yeah. I don't, I don't think like it's been far too long. Like, you know what I mean? You can get a seventeen-year-old yeah now yeah listening to grime that has no clue, bro. Because like someone that was born in the year two thousand yeah seventeen today is fucked. Is that our fault as a listener to make sure like the people that are like no 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 hear me out the people that are like we hold on that we were there because there's certain elements of grime that I can't relate to because you're a little bit older mm-hmm, than me so mm-hmm. you would have heard certain D double yeah, yeah. sets and nasty crew like mm. I, I, got on, I got onto that a little bit later yeah yeah is it on us to remind them as as the OG listeners or is it on Dizzy is it his job to make sure that the new young guys coming up don't forget how pivotal he is he... and to stay in their face because you go across you're like I can't blame you go off and you, you become pop and you're in a whole new world bro if, like Think about it on this uh, on this end. I was listening to there was a Fifty Cent interview. I don't know what platform he was on, and he was basically talking about his highest point with Get Rich or Die Trying. Right. Think about this with Dizzy Rascal. You are doing you're not doing arenas. Yeah. Arenas is like the Mandolin Club PAs for mm, you. Mm. You are doing festivals, thousands and thousands of people, to the point where even if the club wanted to have you there, they probably couldn't afford to have you there. Mm, if you know what I mean. Mm. You probably only you're only coming out because it's you having fun, and that's what Fifty was trying to get to at the point where it was New York City light life, and they were out and about, and like people see you, like Dizzy doesn't seem accessible because he would just come and do the show if he wants. He you see how we see like Krypton Conan on the G Four, yeah, and then Lethal recently when Wiley missed the show, missed the show, sure, yeah, yeah, he got yeah. the money and went and ran out the plane. Dizzy's been living that life for how many years now? Yeah, to him that's the norm. That's every day in mm-hmm. and out. Mm-hmm. One country here, one country there, shutting down. The catalogue's crazy. It made it seem so he's like not, he was the only one. He ain't going to be in Visions, is what right. I'm trying to say to you. Dizzy isn't around the new tracksuit mafia that we're skeptical. Mm. He isn't still in the ends and on a estate in North London. He probably doesn't even know what Bo looks like. If he was Anymore, to drive yeah. around the ends, would need the GPS. Yeah, probably. I mean, 
Jesus Christ, Dizzy, man. It's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, when I first when I first heard Dizzy and when I first saw him drop his album, then to go and see him win the Mercury Award, I thought, yes, like he's really going to take Grime to the place that it needs to get to. But he, he never did it, man. Mm. He never did it. And I think like, it kind of paved the way for artists to go and do like things outside of what they would normally yeah. do. I think he set the gateway for that. Yeah. So like in a sense, like he's partly to blame why all these artists, like because Skepta's gone through that phase as well, where like he started like experimenting with other genres, like to kind of fit with, because according to Dizzy, that was the blueprint to success. Mm. All right, I'll do the gram thing, but now I'll do the pop thing. Mm. And then this is how you get success, fame, the money, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it doesn't seem that grime is the vehicle to you getting the Ferrari. I guess. And then mm. you have to kind of, but then obviously now like grime is actually on, on, or you don't have to do none of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, the funny thing is, even within all of that, the albums that come, have come out from the scene, Stormzy wasn't necessarily grime. That was rap, gospel. He wasn't, but he's been flying the flag for grime. Yeah. But that's also because of how stuff's positioned. If it's the yeah, popping, I mean, popping genre. Like what is his main singles? What are the singles that like are really doing stuff for him? They're essentially grime. Mm. Big for your boots is a gr- it's grime. Yeah. Return of the rucksack. Yeah. Return the rucksack. Like obviously he di- he didn't really release that as a single, but yeah. like stuff like you know um, cold and um, shut up and um, where do you know me from? Like those kind of singles. Like th- those are really like he's really flying the the grime flag when he's doing those songs yeah you know like um so he released something recently 4 p.m in london telling everyone listen don't sleep i'm coming back second album is coming i'm excited if he can have a big turnaround and not have a long wait Mm -hmm. because i don't want a krypton conan wait Mm. to over two years Mm. have a quick turnaround second album and hit them again whilst the heat and energy's on you he's working man he just released his little short film yeah don't know if you caught that I saw that yeah so he's really he's he's doing what he's supposed to be doing mm. he's doing what Dizzy should have been doing mm. you know what I mean one thing I think we missed out we glossed over yeah and I referenced Wiley getting jabbed with the whole nonce type and being a paedophile if these things are true should man just frisbee all the CDs out the window yeah we, we don't bruv that's fucked, man. Like, it, it goes against... Like, <laughs> bruv, I'm not on it. Mm. I'm not on it. I don't even want to be supporting the man there. Yeah. But I think a lot life. of us are guilty of it at the time. I was talking, I was speaking on Twitter this week. Um, there's a producer called Maniac, who is from East London as well. Mm, I remember him. Google the crime, if you like. And you can see why, why I referenced that individual. Mm. Mandem is still taking studio time from him. Yeah. Still taking beats, still wanting to work for him, work with him. I remember, who was it? I can't remember what, what MC was. I just remember a stand-up moment in the middle of a song, Free Maniac. Even me being young at the time, I was like, no, don't free my man. <laughs> because the crime I'm talking about was, okay, bro. I'll, I'll, right. I'll, I'll, I'll give the breakdown. Yeah, yeah. Him and a guy called Snoopy Montana, mm. another artist from East London as well, both convicted of murder. Um, I think it was attempted murder at the time. Right. Or full murder charge. Um, because he had a girl that got pregnant for him and he saw her as a problem. 
mm. get in the way of his success. Right. To him becoming this big music producer and getting into the music game. Mm. So they devised over like, I don't know, was it MSN or MySpace, whatever it was in regards to the online messenger at the time, what they were going to do, attacked her middle of the night, tried to stand back and got the baby, would have eventually killed her if it wasn't for like someone locally in the area mm, mm, mm. screaming out and that scared them off. Right. And I don't give a fuck about the whole, are you, are this snitching? That shit right there, there's certain crimes along with like the rape, the paedophilia, kick, mm. there ain't no gateway back in it. I believe prison should be rehabilitation, but that right there, they can keep you in it. Mm. There ain't no free mind on with that one. They can have you. It shouldn't be like, I mean, when you're harming someone else, depending on the circumstance, obviously, like if it's like a road thing, like a lot of men are out here free, screaming, free this, free that. Bruv, your boy's an animal. Mm. <laughs> I'm not screaming <laughs> free. We're, we're, we're better off without him. Bruv, like, he might not even like, you, you know what I mean? Mm. I'm not, I, I've never been the kind of person to free, like if man comes out, man comes out, in it. Yeah. I'm not screaming like free this, free that. Man did the crime in it. Yeah. Listen, like, if, you, if you got a bit of weed, if you like, there's all yeah, levels. Yeah, obviously, like, you won't there's levels the to it. You won't, all, you won't all harm the people on a certain level, but I think the kind of understanding we have as young black men in the UK, like certain man if got three, four bodies, and you're screaming free my man. Yeah, that's that's a bit mad. And certain girls are opening legs for my man. You're, like, you're just getting you're getting fucking murderous dick. <laughs> that's nuts that's a lot to deal with but, but yeah I mean uh, with that it's it's a little bit difficult to put that on people like um, no it's not difficult for me it's the, no, no, it's, yeah, I, it's, it's the no, fact no, it's, okay, I'm am you. I talking about Wiley or am I talking about the, the maniac brother here um, I'm talking about Wiley yeah, yeah. so like I, I'm, I'm with if, you if I'm people you. knew like, and we know because I think we sweep too much stuff under the rug like, and stuff's coming I think with the internet and the power of social media now the whole like dragging and the receipts mm-hmm. everybody's got skeletons in their closet yeah 100% but, if you're a person of principle of morals, if you made a mistake, you made a mistake with certain things. But there are just certain things I think we should stand on, and there should be no deviation. From. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Those are the things. I'm with now, you. She's fourteen. She's thirteen. She's still underage, bruv. I know some people that whole grey age, fifteen, because like the teenagers look old. Nah, there's, there's no, no grey area. There's, there's no. There's no. Like, it's very black no and white. Devlin like, said, "I'm seventeen. She's fifteen. I wouldn't even chat to her. Mm. Not in 2017." Back in 2000, whatever Devlin said that. Yeah, bruv. Like, so, I mean, I'd, you know what, yeah? In real situations, yeah? It doesn't matter what era we're in and it. Wrong is wrong. You know what I mean? It doesn't heighten because we're in, a, we're in an outspoken society nowadays where everyone has a voice. I feel like if that's what... I'm not on that. I'm not on that. It's not right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so that could have been in 08. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, th- that could have been now. So after like not listening to no stormy weather, nothing after. after Bruv, like at the end of the day, like um, I think I'm with you, but I'm saying like in terms of people are falling in love like with certain material that man has released in it. Like I don't mm. think knowing this new information now is going to change their minds or anything mm. like that. I, I I really don't think that's that's going to happen. Mm. So I've we'll have to wait and see. Like we'll I have feel. to wait and see, but like yeah, man, fuck Wiley for that kind of behavior. That's fucked. You're a big man like you, you know. Well, what's wrong with like the girls your age? And they don't even necessarily have to be, yeah, your exact age. Mm. But at least like in the in your fucking age bracket. Yeah. These people aren't even your age bracket. 
Like certain man can't get girls. Certain man is the is the easing of vulnerability because you're an older guy. You've got the trappings of being an older man: the car, a little bit of money, a certain name. So they use and abuse that, and they know there is power within that. But hey, they use that to manipulate a younger mm, girl. But hey, in certain cultures, man, that's the norm. Hey, not my culture. There ain't nothing we can ever 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 agree on. Because I was just looking at the tweets like, bro, this is it's getting very old school. Because mm. I seen stuff about you pinch Lisa Matthews bum and. Even with that, it's funny as well because I look and I think, rah, he would have got a beating for that. Because you know, like, man, then we're feminists, yeah? And we care about, like, how we treat women when it's, like, a girl close to us. Mm. So if he's your sister, if he's with the girl that's part of the crew and that. Fam, I can imagine Sat Man in Solid was pinching bums as well, innit? You was pinching bums. 100%. Because it's Lisa Mafia, he had to get rushed, innit? Because obviously we're cruddy, we're greasy, you can't touch our girl, innit? So, Surname's Mafia, fam. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. See, Dizzy, he doesn't, he doesn't get, he doesn't care about anything. You don't fear God. You don't pinch the girl that's got seventy-four big brothers. Do you much man was in so solid? Too much man. So much Too man. Much. Certain man, we don't even know their names. We don't. A lot of them, we don't know their names. You know, like five people. Yeah. But then on stage, there's about a hundred of them. Mm. Like really. And they're not up. entourage. They're <laughs> they're recording artists. Bro, like them man are gooned up as well. Mm. They were really out here on these streets. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. No, I don't think that will ever get laid to rest. I don't want to see a record between them two. I'm over it at this point now. Wiley seems he's in a, he's in a good space musically, but then when I hear that and you've got that looming over your head, you've got to address that. Um, you can't let that fester if that's not true. Yeah. But I've, I've heard too much on that and too many people's opinion that I do, I would still trust. I don't think they're lying to say that that did occur and it's, it's a known thing in the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And he couldn't come around East London for a little period because of that. Yeah, so. definitely, man. I think when when too many people are saying it, then it's, it's got to be true, man. Mm. But as with anything, you know, if someone says a lie long enough, it becomes the truth, so there might be elements of that. But that's just one thing. Those those kind of things there, I would ever, I would never like that kind of stain on me. Mm. I'm addressing that straight away. I'm not letting that... It's not one of those things are you let it die down, we're going to mm. forget about mm. it. Mm. Bruv, we still call R. Kelly a paedophile and he gave us Step in the Name of Love. Wiley ain't give me one of them yet. <laughs> I haven't had one of them yet. Oh, mate. And even with me and my we don't forget about it. But whilst we're still on Grime, yeah, and talking about old school stuff, yeah, mm. um, someone I do like in Grime, who I think, I don't necessarily check for musically, but I love to see them win and look at their moves, Lethal B. Right. Yeah. So now we've got, and I'm happy it's kind of gone away now, because I couldn't, you couldn't get away from it for like that 12 week period, Love Island. Mm. was dominating the timeline, was all over our screens with ITV or whatever. I never watched the episode. You never watched the episode? Nah, not hey, one. You're a stronger man than me. I got roped in. You know, you're sitting down mad, with a lady. Mad, mad, in, To the point, oh, I, even, yeah. I even started enjoying Love Island for a little period. You're in a different situation, G. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, man, I still had a cuddling. <laughs> so Chris and Kem, they were like the breakout stars from Love Island. Somehow managed to finagle a show and now we're interested in them as like a duo, the little bromance, really cute little couple. They've both got girlfriends, but they're only a little couple in their own right. Get a show now. And uh, as you do now, when you've got a bit of celebrity, you've got a bit of notoriety, you go down and want to become a musician and do music. They released a song called Little Bit Leave It. Do you want me to play a little bit? You don't want to hear that? Mate. I don't know, man. I think, I guess, not everyone's heard it. Mm. I'll find it, though. And, I, and it's funny because it's called, obviously, Little Bit Leave It. 
and that was remember when um, Lethal used to do the, the the YouTube videos, and he used to slew like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. leave and, it yeah yeah. So that was kind of like his slogan. I'm gonna find the song. It is his slogan. Like let's be Listen honest. Listen to it again. Play it. Play it. Play it. Chris, you got bars to go fresh. I don't know what I've got. This Come is on, you got to have bars to go top of your head now. Go on. If you've got a bit, you go. Oh wait, what is that? What Come is that one? Quick tick, just a quick tick. Uh, no long tick. Forget that. Let you go and I'll go. So I've actually got. Where's done this from? It's a little bit. Leave it. 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 I saw him five foot ten. I was on a high when I first walked there. Too much. <laughs> oh, oh hey, Kevin's got bars low key. Nah. Got a little. I'm five foot ten. Nah. I think that's a stretch though. He's not, I don't think he's that tall. Cause I'm a short Donny. I know all the Donnies in my height around a minute. It's five foot ten tall. That's average. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but well, sure, we could just be H. <laughs> big, yeah. Hey, listen, Big Man Ting, yeah. That is. When you're about to say Big Man Ting, I know, I, I know that, you're going to hit me some bars. That is an abomination, bro. Yeah. That's actually shocking. But like, for their demographic, it's going to work. The funny what, thing is, yeah, I look and see, yeah. Grime fam. You see, Chris and Kem's fans are probably not dis- too dissimilar to Lethal's fans. The, the guys that listen to, like, Who'd wear the dench clothes? But the difference they're is, not going to be too uh, like, yeah, too but, far off. Uh, yeah, but dif- the difference is, yeah, we as us as you know, what I mean, people of the culture, yeah. Mm. As much as I, you know, don't love, I don't like using that word too often. Like, lethal B is certified. Mm. Man's got stripes in this thing, in it. Mm. Man's done bits, fam, classics. He's created something, you know what I mean? Like he's done what he's needed to do. And whatever he's gone on and done, all power to him, bruv. Like, you know what I mean? He's got himself in a great position. Like, but that's someone that's had to do, you know what I mean? The, mm. the, he was there from the start, basically. Yeah. Do, they, do, they, do, do they owe Lee for a bit of a courtesy call? Yes. Or some peas? I believe so. Because yeah. if you ain't so. trademarked, like, we know Dench is his things. I don't think people can just use Dench freely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of maybe like clothing. But that's in clothing. But it's something he was saying and he made popular. And like, he, he definitely made know, popular. I'm not even going to impersonate him when, when he says leave it. But yeah. He, you know what I mean? When you hear leave it, yeah, in, in, those con- in that context, you know that's lethal. Yeah. You don't think of anyone else. So you know that that's what he's, he's made that his. Um, he's made it popular to what it is. And I guess certain people have implemented that into their vo- vocabulary. Cool. But if you're going to go and make a grime song with that, ah, bruv, come on, man. And especially mm. what these two Donnies, like, they're not even from London, are they? I don't even know. We said earlier, man, they don't have to be from London, man. Come on. Nah, man. man. Fuck that, bruv. Yeah. These guys have no idea. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't even think they know about more fire lethal. Mm. Let me even play what Leaf had to say because obviously Leaf was a quite a funny character. Really <laughs> know that. All right, right about now, it's a little bit leaving. <laughs> oh shit! You couldn't leave me alone, innit? Kemp and your other brother—I don't know what his name is, Ross. I don't even know what you're called, but you. <laughs> 
phrase, fam. Cool. I want everyone to use my phrase. Everyone knows I make up words. I want people to use them. I don't mind. But when you want to go and do a song and make money from them, then I have a problem with that. So um, we have to, we need to have a conversation. Shabs, the guy who signed the record, I know him very well. You know, I'm a very reasonable person. So let's just get this sorted out before it has to go anywhere else. Because it doesn't need to get to that. Bro, it sounds like a threat. People enough. can see it. Uh, I wasn't even fucking bothered about it, to be honest with you. It's the people that made me realise that, Rob, Biz, are you getting a percentage out of this? And I sat down and I said, hold on a minute. I should be getting a percentage out of this, shouldn't I? I don't need the money. But the principle is you're taking the piss. And you're not even crediting and letting people know where you got the phrase from. Like, you're using it like you lot made it popular. So listen, we need to have a conversation. Yeah? Shabs, call me. The funniest bit about this video yeah, is man is doing the fuck life. You know when the girls are sat in the car showing us Til- the rose head to the side, the RR in the back. So you can see the double R. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it needed a video or anything like that. Um, I get why he's he's annoyed, especially because he's got a relationship with the guy who signed it. Yeah, Shabs, um, who I understand is like the head of Relentless. Okay. Um, so, but it's a single driven era, bro. If they can, if my man, um, and I think he signed Michael Lethal. Dapper can have a song. Yeah, I guess we, it's, it's opened up so much. Where I think, but that's his own original content. That's someone from the culture. That's yeah. someone that understands what this whole thing is about. Yeah, mm. yeah, you, you know what I'm trying to say. It's only because like, um, you know, he's done his own fire in the booth and it rung off. Yeah, so people were like, all right, cool. They've taken something from someone mm. from this scene, and they've decided to, you know, finesse a single out of it. So I get the sentiment as to like why he's upset in terms of like, you know, he didn't even get even a a call or whatnot, blah, blah, blah. But that's just an element of like business essentially is like mm. it was it's, it was able to kind of get finesse. It's something that you could take. Yeah. Is it right? Is it it's cheeky, isn't it? It's very cheeky. And I think the song's like number one. It probably probably finished top 10 for the week somewhere. Yeah, crazy. They'll make some change off it. Crazy. And they're able to use the fact that they've got this little bromance to yeah. sell music. Yeah. Are they going to last and be around forever? Of course not. Of course not. It's like, it's a single thing, isn't it? But, mm. you know. Ross and Kemp. That's cheeky. Man said Ross and The man Kemp. knows who they are, innit? it? said Ross and Kemp. Yeah, um, I don't, yeah. I never watched a single episode of Love Island, so I don't have this kind of attachment. I did see something, though, um, on Twitter the other day, a video of them man bucking Crepton Conan. Mm. And then um, I think he was like, ah, Ra, where's Conan? And Conan's standing right Conan's standing right Yeah, Ra, did you cut your hair? Like, I'm thinking, what the fuck is this? This is some white people shit, fam. That's the shit I don't like. (laughs) Bruv, I don't like it, bruv. You know what I mean? It's because, like, that a similar situation happened to me before, innit? And I had mm. to tell the person, like, listen, like... What, Donnie didn't recognise you because you didn't have a trim? Nah, they were like, rah, like, um, you cut off your plaits. And I was like, that was someone else. That ain't me. <laughs> bruv, it's a joke. <laughs> nah, bruv. Oh my days! You say you don't look like the Donny from accounts from HR. The kid. Yeah. 
Dickhead thing, man. See, like, bruv, them man like they don't they are not from around like the way in it. Like they don't know in it. Mm. And then you want to like and then people are making what, a joke of that, bruv. That's not funny, bruv. Do you know what got them cool? Where we fucked up. They got the cosign from Stormzy, and that's what gave them and felt they had the cool factor. Stormzy being on Love Island and like, just being a fan but of the then, show, it blew up stuff so much more. And but man, are posting that that video on Twitter like and. Mm. Seeing that as a joke thing, mm. like a laugh. That's not a laugh, bruv. Listen, I understand. Totally check the Donnies, fam. Mm. Check, man. Mm. Let them know, innit? That's not cool. Mm. So, but it's whatever, man. You know what I mean? If Lethal does get to get a, his percentage at the end of it, then I guess whatever, innit? Yeah. He's got it. It just goes to show that people can't just come and fuck about. Mm. You know what I mean? You've come from a, di- di- a completely different world. You've come over here and you're trying to finesse. I think it's up to us like, to kind of like, you know, have that little stance and be like, nah, you got you got to move properly in it because if it's a different genre, we couldn't do that. Mm. We couldn't do that, bruv. There'll be so many things in place to like, be like, hey, listen, if you try it, this is our thing in it. We'll mm. fuck you over. Yeah, we should be the same, bruv. Can't be on this too forgiving tip, bruv. Mm. We're, we're like that in in various different walks of life. We can't do that in something that we've created. You know what I mean? We we're the reason why it's popping the way it is. You know what I mean? Because if if grime weren't popping, they wouldn't have done this. Mm. You know what I mean? They would have done an EDM thing. Listen, and on that note, profound words from Mr. Vans. I don't even have anything to add on that. Hey, listen, man. It's late as well. My hashtag off the cuff pod. Man in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to be an Uber. Hey, nah, man. Uber everywhere. Uber every fucking way. We need to get home and get out of here. But thanks, as always, for listening, guys. Mm. I have been false forever. I'm Mr. Vance. A good, honest conversation never hurt anyone. Come on. Look out for the 100th episode coming to hey, hit listen. your internet streets real soon. Mad. Peace. Thank you.